0: This is America's the best in chat radio designed just for you.
1: This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and First for Heroes. And it is another beautiful day in the Jewish state, and I want to start off this broadcast by saying thank you, thank you, thank you to the guys at America's Web Radio who bring the truth of the Jewish states to the grassroots of the United States to bring the truth about Israel as this country is number one in technology, agriculture and medicine. As this country is number one in the world on a global scale and having the number one top notch emergency response team for natural disasters. It is amazing, amazing, amazing what the Jewish people have done in 67 years. It's a miracle. A miracle that the world is seeking to deny, to refuse to admit, and in the meantime are blessed by all of the benefits that Israel not only gives their own people, but extends their greatness. As a blessing to the world, thank you to the guys at America's Web Radio. Wow, we've been on the air for over three years. We're in the top 20% out of 26,000 radio shows in the United States and heard by millions, literally millions all over the world. It's a miracle, folks. I'm telling you, when I came here three over three years ago, in October 2nd, 2012, I didn't know anyone. I'd never been to Israel, didn't have a radio show, and I just started using my cell phone and showing the greatness Of the Jewish state, my cell phone and the social media, the camera and my cell phone. And, wow, I'm telling you, I've traveled every inch of this country and talked to all walks of life. And it's amazing, amazing. Six months later, some guys in the United States offer me the chance for a radio show. I'll be back. And, uh... I designed the logo, the David, the star of David and the eye of God over Israel and call it Insight to Israel. Amazing, amazing. This is not my own doing, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say thank you to everyone who listens to Insight to Israel, who watches the social media, who likes, who shares, who comments. Thank you for being a part, a participator in the work that we do here. Amazing. Uh, So thank you to everyone who listens to the radio show every Sunday at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 17 and 21 in the Jewish State. Thank you and God bless. I also want to take a few minutes and say thank you to everyone who is a participator and not a spectator in sending Hershey's for Heroes. You can't even imagine, folks, what it's like over a thousand chocolate bars a month to give to these soldiers with notes on them from Americans. We love you. We pray for you. We stand with you as you defend after 2,000 years of no homeland, the Jewish state. And is and Hershey's for Heroes has grown. It's amazing how it's grown. We started out with just a few hundred chocolate bars a month. Barely getting by because whenever I travel for Insight to Israel, I always make sure that I have Hershey's for Heroes with me. Ready at a moment's notice to give to the Israeli soldiers. When I'm on a bus, when I'm on the street, I stop them, give them a business card and tell them how Insight to Israel tells the truth about the greatness of their country. And I tell them also that Americans love them at the grassroots level. Forget the United States government. It's corrupt. We fund over a dozen Muslim countries. We lie. The Jewish lobby lies about standing with Israel. When it's 67 years, they've gotten them nothing but bloodshed. While the Jewish kids in Israel defend the Jewish state and its sovereignty and security, American Jews sit back and collect money. And yet freedom is fought for every day here in this greatness of this country. It's amazing. It is amazing. So thank you, America. Thank you for everyone who sends Hershey's for Heroes. We have access to bases all over the country. Americans come here. We take them to a base. Let them show their love for the Jewish soldiers that defend freedom every day. It's a miracle. It is a miracle. Thank you for sending Hershey's for Heroes and showing love for the soldiers. Now... This this week's show is is great stuff. You're going to love it. Uh, we are you're going to hear a compilation of interviews as we have traveled the country in the recent uh, the recent week. And you will hear about the greatness of this country and what these people fight for. Folks, listen, Islam is growing. These attacks in France are deserved. The French have showed their anti-Semitism as they fund the Gaza. During the Operation Protective Edge in 2014, the French marched with the Muslims, burning the Israeli flag in the streets of Paris. And standing with these same Muslims, for 30 years they've allowed the influx of immigrants, of Muslim immigrants from all over the Middle East and Africa to come in to build their neighborhoods, which French people are not allowed to go into. They've built their mosques, and the non-Muslims are not allowed, the Kefirs is what they call them, are not allowed to come near the mosques. They've committed crimes. The highest crime rate is by the Muslims in France. The highest rate of incarceration in France is is the Muslims. The highest welfare in is in France is is the Muslims. Draining the economic system, the welfare system, dry. And yet they riot, they murder, they rape. And it's worsened, folks, as more and more Muslims from all over Europe or all over the Middle East and North Africa find themselves coming to Europe, invading the country without weapons. The French got what they deserved. That's what I love, the French they got. They got what they deserved. You invite the enemy into your home. Your children get slaughtered. You asked for it, and you persecuted the Jews. I have little remorse for you. So, with that being said, folks, this country, they are now facing what the Jewish people have been facing since 1948. And before the Haganah, do the research, the Haganah, Palmach, Mach, Lechi, and Etzel defended the Jews that lived here pre-1948 from Islamic murder. And so now the world is feeling the sting of Islam, the knife at their throat. And it's not going to stop. It's only going to get worse. With that being said, we must stand in this day and hour with the Jewish people who are on the front lines of the war with Islam. So I want to say thank you. Wow, it's amazing how many, how, how many Americans love the Jewish state. How many of my friends would come here and spill their blood, not for the Christian state or the Muslim state, but the Jewish state? Because all of the world is God's creation, but this is God's land. Restored by prophecy, rebirthed. It's amazing, it's amazing. And uh, folks, listen, Americans, you better get ready, because you're next. They are targeting you next. Recently, we had five Muslims trying to come over the Mexican border with Greek passports can you imagine that there were three Muslims that came from Honduras in Central America with Greek passports trying to go to the United States now let me tell you there's not too many Greeks that go to Central America so they gave themselves away folks this is what you're headed for The United States funding Islam over a dozen Muslim countries with trillions of dollars. You are soon going to feel what the Jewish people have been feeling pre-1948 until today.
0: It's
1: amazing. So, you're going to hear a series and a compilation of interviews, which I think you're going to love. They're they're short, but have a big impact. And you're going to hear about the greatness of this country and what the Jewish people have done here in 67 years and their appreciation of your stand with them as Americans at the grassroots level as they fight for freedom every day. So, with that being said, I want to say thank you to everyone that listens to the radio show. Thank you for sending Hershey's for Heroes. And... Uh, God bless you, and God bless the Jewish state. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian-founded Constitution and Bill of Rights, and God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. That's all right. <laughs> this is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. It's another beautiful day in the Jewish state. Shana Tova, Happy New Year. Uh, Rosh Hashanah here in the Jewish state and I'm to say that I am thankful for the Jewish calendar that it's God's timing for God's people and for the world and I'm blessed here because I was invited to a barbecue uh, to, a, to an amazing family and not only is this family unique in their hospitality and in their spirit but I was very blessed when I walked in the door not, not knowing any of these people but I want to say thank you to Americans for this reason because you send Hershey's for Heroes. And uh, this young lady right here, Hadar, it was good to see you again. And we're going to get to Abba and Ema, But Hadar is in the Israeli army. Hadar, let me ask you, how long ago was it that we met? Uh, Last May. It was last May. And I was actually doing a commercial, I think. Where where did we meet?
2: uh, Independence Day.
1: Independence Day. And you got a Hershey's for Heroes. Yes. Now, Let me tell you, I can't get a map in my head about where we are, but we're near, we're over the Green Line, correct? We're over the Green Line. That was in Jerusalem. And out of all of the places I could have ended up, Divine Providence brought me to this home. And uh, now I want to say thank you, Abba, Nima, because I want to say your character and your integrity in raising your children is shown through Hadar, who is now an officer in the Army. And uh, I want to say thank you for your service. Thank you. Hadar's boyfriend, what's your name? Come here. you get him. You're gab. You're gab. You're gab. What you get, you get, What do you do in the army? I'm also officer you Force. God bless you, brother. <laughs> no, that takes a lot because you don't, they don't just give out officer to anyone. And we're going to make sure that you and your soldiers get her, she's from here. As Americans love you, we have an upcoming soldier. Man, did you tell us your name?
2: Abitah. Abitah.
0: And
1: wow, your dad was telling you that you're very smart. <laughs> <laughs> not No, it's very small. Small. <laughs> uh, that what, now what would you, what you if you could do anything in the military, what would you do? Uh,
2: I
3: want to be a You've been an officer? No, want I want to you
1: want to be an officer. Uh also
3: maybe in the Air Force?
1: Okay. Maybe a pilot. Pilot, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, mom threw it out there. She said she'd make a great pilot.
3: Can't, can't. If I got shot, I might be training. I want to
1: be a trainer. All right, Come close,
2: come
1: close, please. Yeah. Nice, nice. So let me ask you, what does it mean?
2: For you, because you're first generation
1: Israeli, what does it mean for you when you look at the history of this country and you realize what your obligation is—not just an obligation, but your responsibility to defend it? What does it mean for
2: you? No, it means so. a
4: lot. It means to be a part
2: of something
3: yeah, it, it more big. It makes me very proud that I can be yeah,
4: I'm like, I'm move. This big organization. Plan. Yeah. Yeah, I this big plan that I can follow part I can protect my country. Though I'm not
5: a, a warrior.
1: everyone counts. Yeah. Everyone counts. Nice. nice. Now, we got to, after you, comes this guy right here. Hello. Brother, tell us your name. Yoel. Uh, Yoel. Joel, yeah. do you have any dreams or what you what you envision yourself doing in the military?
5: Um, well, I actually am um, learning in school how to be um, and engineer. Yeah, uh, plane engineer, like of a uh, Malat. Ah, yes, yes. and um, I really want it. It's really nice. <laughs> the future planes are going to be without pilots they're going to be like maneuver uh, and maintenance to, to do this kind of job like so uh, already from high school uh, they, they start to do like uh, preparing and professional studying for this so uh,
2: that's what he's doing. He's going to yeah.
5: finish 13 and 14 year, uh, like two years after normal high school, and then to join the army for special uh, roots of serving in this uh, unit.
1: Sir, let me ask you as a father and as a mother, you have you have three generations of greatness in your
4: home.
1: What does that mean for you as parents of As you've watched, now you're European and you're Israeli, which is... Uh, you know, you come from two different backgrounds, but to merge that and bring that together and raise greatness—that's. Yeah. Uh, We're really
4: proud. We're really proud. I, the last time she was
5: marching, I have a Dutch passport, but I was willing to give up my Dutch passport to have an Israeli because uh, I feel yeah. today more uh, Israeli than, than Dutch. My heart is also here, yeah. and that's really important.
4: Sometimes you—they're not, they're not easy people. They're loud. They're noisy. They they're annoying sometimes, but they're God's people Again. and special
1: people, and special. And when you get a, when you get below the surface,
4: uh,
1: being among these people for three years, the Jewish people here in Israel,
4: it's,
1: uh, it changes your life. The, the heart and the soul is amazing
4: it did to me
1: <laughs> amen, amen. so I want to say thank you for having me in your house yeah you're welcome your your anytime thank you for being here thank you I appreciate it yes. brother well, you are recipient future recipient you and your sister versus for heroes thank you for supporting us no you're welcome yeah, you guys are the best Americans Americans regardless don't listen to what everybody says Americans love the Israeli soldiers mm-hmm. they may they be
3: blessed
1: so hey I'll, I'll see you guys on a future Sunday. day, yeah, and uh, bringing you Hershey's for Heroes, America. I want to say thank you on this uh, on this Rosh Hashanah, this New Year for the Jewish people and for all of us, a time of renewal. And uh, thank you for what you do in supporting Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. And these. These brave young men and women That defend freedom every day This is Michael Gonneau with Insight to Israel And Hershey's for Heroes God bless the patriot conservatives Who stand for the Judeo-Christian founded Constitution and Bill of Rights And God bless Israel in her fight For sovereignty and security Amen Amen. This is Michael Gonneau with Insight to Israel And Hershey's for Heroes I don't have a cup of truth I'm going to get a couple this week. But uh, I want to prepare you for the cup of truth I'm about to give you. Number one, it needs to be said that when I came here three years ago, I vowed that I was going to stand with this country and these people as they fight for sovereignty and security every day against one enemy and one enemy alone, Islam. These attacks, unfortunately, that have been taking place are only going to increase. Mahmoud Abbas has said that he longs for the continued bloodshed of the Jewish people, regardless of what John Kerry or the influence of Barack Hussein Obama, uh, how they try to influence. Their influence is not for good, it's for bad. But I need... People in the united states that stand with israel to be aware of some things number one obviously don't listen to the media even fox news is getting it wrong on on many levels but not as bad as the rest of the media first of all you have two sides to islam sunni and shia both sides kill each other for power but in the end they kill uh jews and christians Both sides call for their death. And they both want Islamic global takeover. This is not about Palestinians or Hamas or Hezbollah. This is about Islamic global takeover. And outside sources such as China and Russia and the United States then influence that takeover. First of all, there's different facets to Islam. There are no radicals. There are no extremists. You have the different sides to Islam, the governmental side, the financial side, the family side, the dietary side, the educational side, the religious side, and then you have the militant side of Islam. All of the former support the militant arm. You cannot have a militant arm of Islam unless it has a support, a foundation from which to work. That foundation comes from various Muslim countries. Uh, many of whom that produce oil. If they don't produce oil, uh, the money is coming from the United States. We're going to get into that. Recently, you're going to see in one of the videos with this one, where ISIS or DASH is threatening Israel in Hebrew, folks. They put a person, uh, a man, uh, in Hebrew, threatening the Jewish state, saying that not one Jew will be left alive. Uh... In Palestine. Keep in mind that with all of Islam that seeks to destroy this country, and I'm talking about every Muslim country, there is no peaceful Muslim country that's uh, in the Middle East or outside of the Middle East, such as Pakistan. Uh, They all want this country gone. The U.S. military will not defeat uh, and is not winning this war basically because of our rules of engagement. And ask any soldier that's been in Afghanistan or Iraq, the rules of engagement are very strict. The soldier's hands are tied to do that keeps them from doing what they need to do to eradicate this problem. As well, uh, we basically have lost in Afghanistan, countries like Afghanistan, Libya, and Iraq. Right now, the government of Iraq is allowing airspace to come uh, For Russia to, to come in And bring supplies Let me go back to ISIS ISIS is prevalent In The city of Hebron it Is in the Gaza And in the Sinai Peninsula They put up a map With their warning As you'll see uh, Where they're present And you're going to find More and more Muslim splinter groups The militant arm Working together Um Islam has infiltrated every level of the United States. We have over 15 training Muslim camps in the U.S. right now. It's been documented by Christians, found in, in videos, uh, in YouTube. You can Google in American, uh, America and then comma Muslim training camps. Fox News is the first to break the story, but nothing has been done about it simply because Islam has infiltrated the government, both political parties, Yes, even the Republican Party There is Islamic influence Academia The legal system And our culture Right now in New York They're taking kids School kids On a cultural tour uh, To mosques To teach them how to pray to Allah You would never see that in a synagogue Or a Christian church Um well uh, the United States government funds over a dozen Muslim countries all that call for the death of Israel in January of this year uh, after uh, Israel had received rockets from Hezbollah the United States government sent 25 million dollars worth of weapons 16 million rounds of ammunition to Lebanon all under the guise of fighting Daesh Uh, then again in July we sent another $250 million worth of weapons to Lebanon. Now, many blame Barack Obama for this, but the Republicans sign off on this also, as well as the Democrats. And it did not start with Barack Hussein Obama. He's only accelerated it. You need to do the research. Bush did the same thing. And I'm a staunch, was a staunch Republican. I'm saying this because we need to stop placing the blame just on Obama. This thing started long before him. He accelerated it. Now, the next, the other video you're going to see, besides Daesh, warning that they are going to, and we should not take this lightly. Uh, we have Russia and China right now in Syria. Now, keep in mind, Russia doesn't care about fighting Daesh except for in Syria. And these other countries like Jordan that want to fight Daesh, they're looking out to save their own kingdoms, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, uh the coalition, which we still haven't figured out what this is about, uh, who all's in the coalition, some some are fighting more than others or involved more than others with the United States. Uh, but the key is is that they're only looking out for their own little kingdoms. Folks, these countries do exactly what ISIS is doing, except on a smaller scale and nobody talks about it. The West is so invested in Saudi Arabia and Dubai who fund terrorism all around the world and the first country to open up an embassy in iran was england great britain and they say they stand with israel that's a lie folks that's a lie this is this is all about as the global economy fails are going to start to keep investing more in these countries that call for the death of israel and they're going to put pressure on israel because they don't want to lose that that investment Now, why does Russia and China want Israel? Because that's what Syria is, is a stepping stone. Right now, Israel has over a billion dollars worth of gold in the mountains of Ela. They've got 600 years plus worth of gas and oil that they've mainly been discovering since 2010. There was just another big discovery in the Golan Heights. And They've got trillions of dollars worth of mineral wealth in the Dead Sea. I believe Vladimir Putin, who obviously has made a pact with Iran, who funds Hezbollah and Hamas, uh, and basically said, you want Israel? That's fine, we'll take it together. Mainly, the Muslims want Jerusalem. And so, with that, Russia's, I believe, Vladimir Putin's thinking... We'll help you get Jerusalem. We'll use Syria as a stepping stone, but we want the rest. Because every Muslim, I don't care. Uh, Let me clarify something. I don't care about the 1.001% who stand with Israel. They're not going to change the game. They're not going to rewrite the Koran. Muhammad calls for the death of the Jews. It calls for global takeover. To bring in the great Imadi, the imam. You're not going to rewrite the Koran. you're not going to reform Islam. There is no moderates, and anyone who calls himself a moderate probably needs to stop calling themselves a, needs to stop calling themselves a Muslim, because those same people, when you tell the truth about Islam, they get angry. And then you're called a racist and a bigot and all these other things. There are no moderates in Islam. There is only Islam. So Russia wants what Israel has, because Russia is looking for power. And influence. And they want that power and influence to exceed the United States government and the people of the United States. They've already taken the Ukraine. Nobody lifted a finger. Even Turkey, who's part of NATO, hates Israel. And we're funding them. We're funding the Gaza millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to schools that call for the death of Israel to teach their children how to murder It's insane, folks. And it's time for Americans to step up, put a boot on the neck. Because you have to understand, you need to prepare for what's coming because the economy is going to crash again. And American Jews, you need to sell all and come home while it's easy and stand with your people. That's what they want. The Jewish lobby has failed when you have to get a visa as an Israeli to come and visit the United States. It's demanded. But I, as an American can come to Israel and walk right off that plane, they see the passport, and they automatically allow me in. It's an injustice done to these people. So enjoy the videos. You're going to see in the second video, uh, you're going to see where Israel, where the Russians are training female, quote-unquote, Palestinians, which are Muslims, uh, as paratroopers. And we see uh, that is just a hint of what, Russia is planning for this country God will protect Israel before he protects the United States because we're only a concept Israel is the concrete to that concept and this is God's land and these are God's chosen people so connect the dots folks do the research this is what I do here I don't just walk around handing out chocolate bars I want to thank everyone who shares the videos this is not about anything else but telling the truth this is Michael Gonneau with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes, God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian-founded Constitution Bill of Rights, and God bless Israel in our fight for sovereignty and security. This is Michael Gannot with Insight to Israel. Every day, the Israeli Defense Force finds itself on the front line of the war with the militant arm of Islam. Surrounded by enemies from within and without, they fight for the only Jewish state. Military service is mandatory. Ladies serving two years and men serving three right out of high school. While young people in other democracies are busy traveling or attending university, Israeli men and women gear up for basic training. In a world of heads of state, politicians, ambassadors, diplomats, and a leftist media, many times our voice at the grassroots level is drowned out.
0: The best in chat radio designed just for you.
1: She's for heroes. Wow, it's another beautiful day in the Jewish state. And I'm actually on my way to Jerusalem with, uh, with our next uh, radio show guest, Jay Schultz, who's been on a regular basis. And Iris Burrell and I <laughs> pulled into the gas station. This young lady here almost backed into Iris' car. Almost. <laughs> and that didn't happen. But c- could you tell us your name, ma'am?
3: My name is Taylor. Taylor. Uh, I was a lone soldier for two years, and I met him on a Memorial Day in Hanhiles, so Jerusalem. And I remembered him because of his wonderful service. Because
1: so, he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you listen, Taylor, first of all, I want to say thank you for what you did. For your people. <laughs> it's
3: uh, my job.
1: Why did you come home to be a lone soldier?
3: Um, well, I came to Israel when I was little, like every year. No, I, yeah, summer, well, I I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop yeah. you. Okay. Let me, I'm
1: going to ask that question again because okay. <laughs> I, I didn't like your response. Why? Rega, why, Rega. Re, 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 re. Okay. <laughs> why did you come home?
3: Oh, why did I come home? To,
1: to, to stand and help defend your people.
3: First of all, because this is my home and I believe that I have to protect it, so... Proud. You gotta do what you
1: gotta do. Right. And I, uh, what was it like for you? Because I'm sure you came to Israel other times before you actually decided to make Aliyah and come and defend the country. What was it like for you to wear that uniform after 2,000 years?
3: The best feeling in the world, honestly, is could, and it's. I miss it every day, honestly. Every day that I'm not in the army, I wish that I
1: could go back. Wow, that's <laughs> so, so really great good. to hear. That's great to hear. Listen, do you have a message? Because listen, I'm not Jewish. Okay. <laughs> And I will tell you the miracle that is this country and this people, it's changed my life. And I won't say too much, but I will tell you, I don't miss the United States after over three years. Same. So what what message do you have for other young people like yourself that are considering it?
3: Don't think twice. It's the best decision you'll ever make. You'll never have a reason to wake up in the morning for, with a purpose bigger than your own personal life. And... Just a purposeful, meaningful service and life in Israel is the best thing that you can ever do for yourself.
1: So. Amen. That's great. Taylor, it was so good to meet oh you. I'm glad I God. got out of the car. <laughs> so okay? And so I, hope, love. I hope you have uh, another beautiful day in the Jewish thank state. Thank you. Thank you likewise. And uh, this is Michael Gannett with Insight to Israel America. I want to say thank you for sending Hershey's for Heroes. I want to say thank you for listening to Insight to Israel. We just got plenty of foreign media status from the government. It's amazing. 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 So, this is Michael Gannett with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian founder Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. <laughs> Michael Gonneau with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. It's another beautiful day in the Jewish state. I'm here on a cold and rainy night in Hebron, and we're bringing these soldiers, Hershey's for Heroes, and I want to say thank you to everyone who gives. God bless. This is Michael Gonneau with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. Wow, it's another beautiful day in the Jewish state. And I'm actually on my way to Jerusalem with with our next uh, radio show guest, Jay Schultz, who's been on a regular basis. And Iris Burrell and I <laughs> pulled into the gas station. And this young lady here almost backed into Iris's car. Almost. <laughs> and that uh, didn't happen. But c- could you tell us your name, ma'am?
3: My name is Taylor. Taylor. Uh, I was a lone soldier for two years, and I met him on a Memorial Day in Tele Jerusalem, And I remembered him because of his wonderful shirt. Because
1: so, he's a man. <laughs> and I, you listen, Taylor. First of all, I want to say thank you for what you did. For your people. <laughs> it's uh, my pleasure. What, why did you come home to be a lone soldier?
3: Um, well, I came to Israel when I was little, like every year. No, I, summer, yeah, well, I I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop yeah. you. Okay. Let me, I'm gonna ask
1: that question again. Because okay. <laughs> I, I didn't like your response. Why? why Rega, Rega.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> why did you come home?
3: Oh, why did I come home?
1: To, to, to stand and help defend your people.
3: First of all, because this is my home and I believe that I have to protect this, so... You gotta do what
1: you gotta do. Right. And I, uh, what was it like for you? Because I'm sure you came to Israel other times before you actually decided to make Aliyah and come and defend the country. What was it like for you to wear that uniform after 2,000 years?
3: The best feeling in the world, honestly, just good. And it's I miss it every day, honestly. Every day that I'm not in the army, I
1: wish that I could go back. Wow, that's <laughs> so true. great to hear. <laughs> that's great to hear. Listen, do you have a message? Because listen, I'm not Jewish. Okay. And I will tell you the miracle that is this country and this people, it's changed my life. And I won't say too much, but I will tell you, I don't miss the United States after over three years. Same. So what what message do you have for other young people like yourself that are considering it?
3: Don't think twice it's the best decision you'll ever make. You'll never have a reason to wake up in the morning with a purpose bigger than your own personal life. and. Just a purposeful, meaningful service in life in Israel is the best thing
1: that you can ever do for yourself. So. Amen. That's great. Taylor, it was so good to meet you. I'm glad Hi, I got guys. out of the car.
3: Okay. And so I, hope, love.
1: I hope you have uh, another beautiful day in the Jewish thank state.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Likewise.
1: And uh, this is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel America. I want to say thank you for sending Hershey's for Heroes. I want to say thank you for listening to Insight to Israel. We just got permanent foreign media status in the government. It's amazing.
3: Amazing.
1: Amazing. So, this is Michael Ganoe with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. <laughs> Real quick. It's Michael Gino with Inside the Israel Universities of Heroes. And it's another beautiful day in the Jewish state. I'm here with Natalie Solomon. And Natalie. Tell us a little bit about, real quick, real brief, uh, about the trip that we're on today.
2: Right now we're on a JNF Future Israel trip exploring j- exploring some of the work of the Jewish National Fund. You know, the Jewish National Fund um, is an organization that was started 114 years ago by my hero, Theodore Herzl. And it's amazing for us as young Jews who've returned to our homeland to be here as a part of this organization. Um, What we're doing today is exploring one of the aspects of JNF's work that they've recently started doing, which is preserving important Israeli and Zionist landmarks. We're at an amazing landmark today, learning about one of the historic battles in the modern history of the Jewish state, the 1967 Battle of Ammunition hill which led to, finally thank God, the reunification of the city of Jerusalem, the holy city of of the Jews that we've walked for thousands of years. Right now, we're learning about this historic battle and really honoring the heroes that were here. To make sure that we, the Jews, so were what? able to reunite you in our ancient holy city.
1: Oh, we'll be right back.
2: Inside the trenches. Guards of my Old Chapel, Guards, stand! Shalom!
1: And we're back. This is Michael Gano with Insight Diesel on Hershey's for Heroes. Wow. Wow. I'm here on Ammunition Hill. We just heard from Natalie Solomon. And uh, with me, I have, tell us your name, sir. Jason Lieberson. Jason. And we have Jeremy Deremy. And uh, did I say your last name right? Very, Derry, Derry. Jeremy Derry. I don't know why I said it that way. Now, let me ask you something. Tell, tell, us, tell me your name again. Jason Jason. Jason, you made Ali off from where? I made Aliyah from Italy. From Italy? Yes. How long, when did you make Aliyah? How long ago? Uh, I'm here since two months. Wow, for two months? Yes. Wow. Well, what's it been like for you? I'm sure you were here in Israel many times before you actually decided to make Aliyah, I'd imagine, correct? Yes, I was born here. I was born here in Israel.
4: Okay. I'm an Israeli citizen, so it's not really an Aliyah. It's Toshap Choset. How long were you gone? Uh, 30 years. Over 30 years? Thirty. That's an aliyah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't decide to go away from this country. My parents actually took me they,
1: took me with them when I was 7 years old. So. Hey, come to that's see the come. story. So let me ask you, what, what's it like now after two months to, to, to yeah. come back home?
4: Well, I feel like I'm home. That's the right word, exactly.
1: I'm feeling like being home. And, and i'm emotional so what what was this tour like for you here on ammunition hill which was actually for those who don't know it was one of the biggest battles to take back jerusalem and uh reclaim it from the muslims what was it like for you to take this tour look i would suggest
4: anybody to come here and see the video we've seen of the battles and the images of the guys uh, Having the flag on the Western Wall, it's really something that touches the heart. Uh, I have no words to explain. A miracle. Yes, a miracle. Thinking that we Jewish for thousands of years, we couldn't enter this place and see these guys hanging the flag of Israel over there. I was thinking, I tried to think in their head what they, how they could feel. Yeah, I can't even wrap my mind around it. And how people before them, even living, living 60 years ago, never imagine something
1: like this. Yeah, Impressive. exactly, exactly. Wow, Impressive. that's amazing. Jeremy, jump in here. Yes. Thank, you, thank you, Jason. Thank I you. appreciate it. Jeremy, uh, look, you lived in the United States. Your family's originally from France. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm sure you've seen a lot of the country, but at the end of the day, what's it like for you, because you've done a lot of advocacy work on behalf of the Jewish state, What's it like for you, no matter how many times you come, what's it like for you to actually be here and see this with other people like Jay?
5: You know, the, the story of the... To live in Israel is to believe in two things, faith and miracles. And uh, once again, seeing all these new immigrants from literally around the world, you have Italy, Europe, America, South America, you name it. Uh, they're coming all over, happily struggling to live in israel is just uh, breathtaking and it just shows once again a place like this the uh, battle on ammunition hill is once again both faith and miracles a few jewish soldiers beat an entire army of jordanian forces just to reclaim the key point to, to reconnect the holy city jerusalem from east to west wow. which is by the way the exact uh, reason why I think everyone should come to Israel is because of this intense faith, you know, that the Jewish sovereignty in the land of Israel. To do whatever it takes to live in Israel, and it's very hard, it's a struggle. But at the end, it's a righteous, it's a righteous thing to do to live in Israel and to help both Israel, the Jewish cause, the Zionist cause. And it's very important to
1: live here and support the state of Israel. Amen. Listen, you know, I'm glad you used the word Zionist because. You know, Zion, the term Zion is not a new term. The the, the the leftists, for those that like to lie about Israel, like to make it look like it's just a term that's secular. But Zion is a biblical term. Wow. Yes. Wow.
5: It is. It's the rebirth of Israel, and I like to call it. Zion existed pre all the modern civilizations. You know, it existed during the time of ancient Egypt where the pharaohs lived. This existed pre-Islam, you know, pre-Christianity. Right. The Judaism is the first monotheism. Religion, we have thrived, we have survived every major civilization that tried to beat us to conquer us, and we are still here. We have Israel again, we are living in Israel, we control our former homeland, and we will never leave Israel, even if the, the Palestinians, Hamas, Daesh, Iran, all of Israel, everyone wants to take over Israel, they will fail. We will be here forever and ever, and they will just have to accept it, because we're not leaving.
1: And, and let me add to that. There is a deception, a deception that America can never fall. Ladies and gentlemen, America's fallen. America's fallen. And we don't see it in the United States. Mm-hmm. And even after we are blown away in the ashes of history, God's land, God's people, Zion, will live forever. Amen. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Amazing. All right, Jeremy, thank you for being on the show, brother. Hi, sir. Thank all, you. all right, this is Michael Geno with Insight to Israel. We'll be Welcome right back with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. I want to dedicate this picture of the Muslims in the Gaza burning the flag of the French. And say thank you, France, for funding the Gaza. You get what you deserve. Oh. And we're back. This is Michael Gennard with Inside Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. I, I can only use one word in the English vernacular. Wow. Wow. What, what an amazing, amazing day. Amazing. Now, I have with me uh, a young lady from the United States what? who is... Uh, Could you introduce yourself, ma'am?
0: Yeah, of course. I'm Jessica Shapiro, and I work for the Jewish National Fund. I'm based in New York City, and I have the awesome privilege of bringing... Doctors, lawyers and young professionals to Israel on a pretty frequent
1: basis. That's awesome. Now, we've actually had a representative from the Jewish National Fund. We went to the museum in Tel Aviv and did an interview and I have to tell you it is amazing what you guys do. Yeah. The history behind the Jewish National Fund. You know, when when I think about as a as someone who's not Jewish, the history of your people and yet there is that spark of light that fire of conviction and principle in the heart of Theodore Herzl. Now, JF, JNF wasn't exactly started specifically by him. We
0: we, say, we we say actually say the first Jewish National Fund was when he took off his hat at the World Zionist Conference wow. and uh, made it into the Push Pushka, in a sense, and passed it around and said, who's with me? So in 1901 is when we say we officially began.
1: Now, you know, there's a I think there's a, there's a part of history that I actually shared with you about Theodore Herzl that, you know... I really... You can never get away from God. Mm-hmm. You cannot get away from the Almighty, the hand, the unseen hand of divine providence that's, that moves in the hearts of men when they know it not. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot, there's been a big misconception. It's what I heard here when I a lot when I came was that this country was predominantly settled by seculars. And the, the, the founders were secular... Uh, ben Gurion, the first prime minister mm-hmm. of, of Israel, when he passed away, they found a Bible beside his bed. Uh, Theodore Herzl, when who was from Vienna, and started to feel after saw the Dreyfus mm-hmm. affair, started to feel that's where we need a Jewish homeland. We need he the first holiday that he officially celebrated after being raised as a Catholic mm-hmm. was Hanukkah. And to think, wow, it's amazing to, to, to realize the dream of a Jewish homeland, yep. even though he never saw it, but he is buried here, correct?
0: Yes. He was moved.
1: He so. was moved here. Yes. Uh, and to celebrate Hanukkah, which is a great holiday, I don't celebrate that pagan holiday of Christmas started by the Catholic Church.
0: I would say Hanukkah, unfortunately, is pretty close to that. It's, it's amazing, and it's a really good reflection <laughs> of the miracle of light. But that's a, know, whole nother a whole other radio show. A whole another show. We'll come back at you for that one.
1: So, okay, how long have you worked for JNF?
0: For two years. Two
1: years, and so you're from originally
0: Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
1: Pittsburgh, which is not too far from Clarksburg, West Virginia, not and at Interstate seventy nine. Uh, you're married. I am. You've been married for how long? I'm asking these questions for a reason.
0: No, no, it's okay. Um, a little over two years.
1: Two years. And what's your husband do?
0: He is um, in the HR space. He does recruiting for a Swiss shipping company.
1: A Swiss shipping company. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So <clears throat> you've been working for, with JNF for two years, and you travel to Israel a lot, obviously. Yeah. What's it like for you when you have to leave and when you come back?
0: So, I realized a few days ago that this is almost to the day my 20th, like the first, I came 20 years ago um, this week for the first time. And how old are you? I'm 27.
1: 27, wow. Mm-hmm. When you were seven? seven? yeah. Seven, wow. My
0: dad was um, doing business here, so my mom brought my little sister and I. And um, it's pretty incredible that it's been 20 years and this is my 10th trip. And um, I said this to you earlier that while it's really hard to leave every time I have to leave, there's something about being able to go home and share the story and experience. You mean you go
1: back to the U.S.?
0: Yeah, but I call both places home. Okay. Um, I also say "we" in terms of talking about Israel, right. because um, I believe it's the collective "we," everyone who believes in the country and fights for the country every day. So I see I have dual citizenship in my heart. Um, I'm definitely a Jewish American, no question about that. And when push comes to shove, Israel would be uh, my priority. But right now, um, I believe. It's important to have strong Zionists in the diaspora who can shed light on what's happening. <coughs> positively, Israel to me. I, you ask anyone who's saying horrible things about Israel um, to look at the clothing they're wearing, the devices they're holding, to the water they're drinking, how they're surviving, and Israel's a part of each and every one of those things.
1: You're, it's amazing because we're actually going to talk to a, a, a guy from Hong Kong mm-hmm. who's not Jewish who's here studying and researching water, Mm -hmm. uh, underground water. And uh, he said, I said, why why did you come to Israel to do this? Mm -hmm. He said, this is the place to do it. America, you need to listen up and get a clue. You are not number one. (laughs) America is not number one. Israel is number one in technology, agriculture, and medicine. It's amazing what the Jewish people have done in 67 years. Now, I want to say I'm not... Sorry. uh,
2: Uh, Thank you,
1: sir. Appreciate it. I'm not in, how do I say this respectfully? I I don't want to be misunderstood. I don't believe in a diaspora. Mm -hmm. I think that it is a Christian duty, an obligation biblically and in the sight of God to be that voice for Israel outside of Israel. And otherwise I wouldn't have to be here. Mm -hmm. Someone here, a Jew should be here doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I feel that. Yes. Uh, but the strongest that the Jewish people are is when you're in unity and God's presence here on God's land chosen for you. So I,
0: I think the reason why we have a diaspora, and this is definitely a larger conversation, okay. is about is that um, some of our people have uh, started to lose sight of why Israel is so important. Wow, you're and, doing good. And I think that uh, it, it will be our prerogative over the next 50 years in, in order to maintain our future and ensure peace and stability across the world we need to um reevaluate inside inside our communities and really realize what is important and
1: that's good that's good yeah well we we pray because i'll tell you talking to israeli born jews Mm -hmm. uh they say michael we just we don't want their money we want them to come home Mm -hmm. and stand with us and uh but i'm gonna tell you what jnf does now, how long is for the listener? Talk about how long we've been in existence. And... Mm-hmm.
0: so, we were founded in 1901, and we um, basically where we came from is Theodore Herzl said <coughs> it's now time that we need to start buying up our land, buying our land back. Buying our I can't I, that drives me
1: insane. I hate Bu- that you had <laughs> to do that.
0: Buying our land, hey, you know what? It's okay. We got a good deal for 400 shekels. We bought a the majority stake of the the land and under the british mandate unfortunately we had to prove ownership Um, so the only way to do that was inexpensively was to uh, show use of the land which meant we planted a whole bunch of trees and that's how jnf became known as the tree uh, organization and that was out of necessity not out of Um, The environment. Right. Ultimately, we saw how important it was, and we saw that we need to actually look at what trees we're planting um, and make sure that they are the best for the land and the best for the people. Wow. But we've gradually, over time, um, shifted our focus from just being about the land um, to about the people and the places. And uh, now we have a billion-dollar roadmap for the next 10 years. We're two and a half years into it. It's extraordinary, raising um, over... $100 $100 million every year, and that money, 80% of uh, what you donate goes directly to Israel, 10% goes to Israel advocacy and education in the U.S., and then the rest is into overhead, which is not so bad. Right. Um, and so it's our priority. We're one of the only organizations that Israel is what we do, what we breathe, what we eat, what we sleep. And JNF isn't a 911 organization. We're not just here in times of of war and times of struggle we're here every day all day 24-7 and I think that's something that also differentiates us and just a little anecdote it's something you spoke about a little earlier one of our amazing projects is called ACAT, it's a partner that we have in the Negev, um, so if you can picture the Negev, there's Beersheba, which is uh, one of the fastest growing cities in Israel, and actually larger in size, in terms of scale, not number of people, not yet um, <laughs> than Tel Aviv and uh, about 45 minutes uh, to an hour, depending on traffic outside is a, an amazing place called the Central Arava, and in the Central Arava. They have a research and development center that they've figured out how to build crops in the harshest of conditions. They also are doing medical research and innovation. Wow. They're 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 actually pretty close to uh, figuring out, basically, if you think about the Negev, it's the harshest land in the world. Right. But they've been able to grow crops there for centuries now. That's what the pioneers of Israel, Ben-Gurion. I mean, if you go to Stable and you see his vision for the people, um, they're using that idea of life surviving in the hardship of conditions to um, fight to eradicate dementia, Alzheimer's, different types of cancer. My um, Not to mention they're growing and developing different types of fruits and vegetables that are going to change the way we eat. But it's not just about our, us and our, our people. It's about helping the world. So, you, So ACAT is this amazing thing that's doing just that. They're bringing students and farmers from the developing world such as Myanmar, Thailand, uh, um, Nigeria, throughout, and it's growing every year. And nobody knows this. No one knows this, and these students actually get this awesome opportunity to go to classes, to meet instructors, to meet farmers. And while they're here, they actually get to work on local farms, so they make money to send back to their families. The greatest part wow. about it is that it's pure Zionism in the sense that not only are they learn to keep the land, they're going to go back and be and change the course of history because they're changing what global Basically, global warming is really dramatically depleting subsistence. I'm not, I don't
1: believe in global warming. Okay, so but whatever, the
0: world is warming up, and they're having to change the way in which we cultivate the land. So we need to innovate and create new protocols and practices that those in the poorest of poor nations are not getting access to. So right. we're teaching them how to do it through Israeli technology. Drippy irrigation, um, solar panels, all these amazing things. But listen to this. This, year, this is going to blow you away. So part of this program is they get to travel throughout israel they get to see the holy sites of the jews the christians the muslims they get to taste and feel and engage with israelis and it's amazing and on um last year we had a group of nepali students and while they were here the earthquake struck and it's traumatic no matter which way you look at it but A couple weeks earlier, they had gone to Yad Vashem, which is the Holocaust memorial, the Shoah, that really remembers both the Jews and the non-Jews who perished um, under Hitler and the the Nazis. And the group leader walked into the, the classroom with all the Nepali students and found them distraught, crying. And he found it really hard to console them. He said, what are you crying about? And they said, what do you mean? Our homes were just destroyed. He said, have you heard from all your family? Are they okay? And they said, yes, but my home, my, my memories, my child. And he goes, you've got to be kidding me. And ye- started yelling at them, to which one of our JNF employees walked in and said, why are you yelling at them? they are lots of crime. The, their communities, are. everything they knew is destroyed. And he goes, we were just at Yad Vashem. Right. The Jewish people lost everything. Right. It wasn't about possessions. It was every member of their family. Generations and legacies were annihilated, were wiped off the map. And you're here crying about a house? What? about a book mm, mm, about a picture mm, mm. you have your life and this is what you need to do with it you need to learn and teach and bring this message home
1: Amen Wow that's powerful Yeah. I'm going to tell you what I learned what I've learned from your people
0: Yeah
1: You know when I lived in Washington my, I, I packed before I came here in 2012 uh-huh. I packed yeah. the night before I procrastinated I had four months to get my life in the So world.
0: you're already part of the people
1: So I my mother came to Washington to my mm-hmm. apartment and I opened my closet door and my mother's mouth dropped open. She said, "I never realized you had so, I had a huge like my you chef. see so much so many clothes." Yeah. She said, "Michael, you have more suits than a Boston lawyer." And I narrowed my life down to two bags. And, I'm, and I was 42 at the time. Mm-hmm. And to liberate myself from those things and to come here with now now i don't i still don't allow things to add up to stack up uh but there's so much there's so much that we forget that we can do without
4: mm-hmm.
1: and there's so much that we can redo and it's, that's an amazing story because we have our life and you know a lot of times I'll, i'm just going to set it straight if you don't trust in God, mm-hmm. when you lose your things, that's your only hope. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. When you don't trust in God, you can worship whatever you want. But I, I'm just—this is my show—I can say it. <laughs> if you worship anything other than—now I'm going to have some controversy with someone that may listen to the show. But that's all right because it's my show. If you worship anything other than the Judeo-Christian God and the principles on which we have made both of our countries great, and I want to say thank you because America is only a concept, Israel, the Torah, the Jewish people are the concrete to that concept. Without the Jews, there would be no America. Mm-hmm. But if you... You know, there's a song in Christianity that goes, okay. My hope is built on nothing less... Than God's word and his righteousness, I dare not trust in sweetest fame, but wholly lean on God's holy name. And so cool. That's powerful what you just said That was a great story yeah. That was amazing So alright, listen, we're getting ready to pack up I want to say thank you man for thank being on the so show much. You guys are great America, we're going to put this information, JNF uh, With the radio show Don't forget to listen And this is Michael Ganot with Insight Israel and Hershey's for Heroes We'll be right back so. Hey, I love you guys. Americans <laughs> love you guys. Thank you, Mike. Thank right. we'll, you, you. are a good man. You are a good <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be at your base soon, guys, yeah. alright? Yes. Right, America you. send Hershey's for <laughs> heroes <laughs> to these great soldiers. We love you. We love, we love, you, love you too. Come Wow, wow, one more time, one more time.